cave of cool. It just seems like nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, there's one good line, and that's Fassbender when he says to Xavier, once again, you have a speech, and nobody cares, right? <laughs> nobody cares. And that was my whole thing with the movie. Fassbender, he's doing his best Magneto, but everybody from, from, from the top down are bored to hell. I gotta ask, what is your problem, man? The women in your life are are questioning your sanity. I mean, what man watches something boil and over and over again? Oh, oh what did they like, post with, that? Yeah, was something gonna change? No, no. They, they, your your beloved uh, had to what, message me and let me know that because if you're losing it, then I should be aware of that. You know, because <laughs> this affects this affects me too, right? No, no, no. I was um I was watching a video. Of this, uh, it was a YouTube video of a uh, uh, some some Spanish dessert, fried milk. Right, right. So of course I'm 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 watching. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. Of course I'm watching. Wait, well, let me guess. Let me guess. You fry the milk. Well, is that no, the, the whole purpose? It. Francis says, "Well, you know, how do you fry milk?" And I said, "I don't know. They've just been boiling it for the last four minutes because it was four minutes into the movie or into oh the video." God. Oh my God! What do you think would happen? And she says. You've been watching milk boil for the last four minutes. <laughs> right, right, right. And the fact that three minutes in, you didn't realize it. Two minutes in, you didn't realize well, it. Well, no, because they, they were doing, they were doing, doing other things. But, you know, it was like right, peeling sure. and putting in a cinnamon stick. And, you know. Oh, they did put things in as it boiled. Yes. You know, oh, so she made, oh, she made it sound like it was just boiling and you just watched it on eternal loop, like right. watching the fire channel or the yes. aquarium channel. Well, that's what, that's what she was saying. She said, You've been watching no boil for the last four minutes. I kept trying to tell her, no, no, no. I sent her the video. And, you know, it's like you gotta and, watch the video. <laughs> see, when you have to explain yourself, I mean, you know, she should just assume that you're probably not off your nut. But when they when they question it, right? Yeah. When they start to assume that maybe they're not correct, that someone else has to be brought in, yeah. <laughs> somebody else who's got his own goddamn problems, <laughs> right? Well, that's just it. The more and the more you try to explain yourself, the more insane you sound. I know, I know. Trust, hey, buddy, that is my life mission. There is my mantra right there. The more I try to explain myself, the more mental I seem. Yep. So it's not me, it's all of you. That's what I have decided. Like like uh, Principal, uh, um, uh, Principal Scanner. Scanner said, you know, it, it's not me. Could it be? No, no, it's the children. I mean, he questioned himself for like a half second. And then, no, it's the children. You know? He gave himself a head shake there, you know. Yeah. That was that was lack of sleep talking. No, it's always the children. It's never me. It's always the children. As I always say, they're not stupid. They just don't know anything. Yeah. Right? No, they're not. They're not stupid. They're not stupid. It's like everything. You know, it's yeah. like on Trump. I mean, could the guy be any more like obvious? I mean, the guy creates situations that only he can solve, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and then he hear, he hears 150 people will die, and then he gets his colonies <laughs> when he can put, you know, 700 little children and argue against toothpaste and soap. No, yeah. that we don't provide them with that because the woman who gets seven dollars, seven hundred dollars a night per kid in one of those facilities uh, doesn't want to spring for, uh, and I bet you can get that shit donated, you know, toothpaste and soap. Put out one call, and you'll have a truckload of that shit. You know, you might even get some clean clothes while you're at it, because I'm sure there's one team that did not win the NBA championships this year or did not win the Super Bowl 
or did not win the Stanley Cup. So their shirts, like for those guys all over Africa, I mean, <laughs> why don't they send them to the Mexican border? That's what I'm saying. Show some love because you know they make them up right every year, right? It's that big joke, right? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Right, every year they make both teams, yeah, well, and yeah. the team that loses that that don't get shipped to Africa. Yeah. So there's a lot of kids who think the Raptors didn't win this year, right? <laughs> They're celebrating a Golden State's uh, loss. Yeah. But they got a new T-shirt, so why are they bitching? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that. See, that what that's what infuriates me so much. Someone actually went in front of a judge to argue against this. Who gets that job? Like, well, do you pull the short straw, or do you volunteer to be that that heinous? That's just it. They, they you know, and the, the judge was like, "Are you seriously, you know, arguing that?" Yeah. Right. I would go. Yeah. I'm going to look for an obscure law where right now we could drag your sorry ass through cow manure for the next week. Right, and yeah. make you eat. You must eat your weight in cow manure, and then I'll let you go. Now, if it takes you twenty years to do that, well, that's your business, right? Yeah. If you yeah. eat it all this afternoon, well, baby, I'll, you're out by by lunch, right? But that is your lunch from now on. I mean, I would just. Why is there not some righteous retrib? How far do you low do you have to go? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, do we have to actually fire up the ovens again? Do we have to do that? I mean. I, I, I just don't get it. I yeah. really don't get it. Well, and no, that's just it. I mean, when people are arguing, you know, you can't call them concentration camps. It's like, oh, yes, you can. Yeah, you let know? me look up the definition in the dictionary. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People are like, confined, and most of them, they, you know, at least the Nazis figured out how to number them so they could, well, not be reunited, but be accounted for. Well, but yeah. at least the Nazis figured out how to account for everybody. That's sense. what they should have done. Yeah. Right from the beginning. Uh, yeah, well, unfortunately, this administration is not too big on reading and writing, but um, oh, exactly. Yeah. And, and I must live in this world. I just, I don't know how much longer, man. I mean, I'm ready to snap. I mean, I'm talking newsworthy snaps. Mm-hmm. I'm talking something where I actually get on the news, not just because I'm from Red Deer, not one of those he's from Florida thing, yeah. right? It'll be this is a Red Deer thing, and we're not covering because Red Deer is a, a shithole as per every other metric we cover for some reason. It's a beautiful place, but because it, this was so unbelievable that this guy went off his nut like that, yeah. right? But I've got nobody here to punish. I mean, there's nobody here that's that evil, right? Yeah. We used to have that guy from that used to preach the Holocaust, that taught the Holocaust in school, and he had to go to 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 you know Supreme Court over that, right? Yeah. Because he wanted to teach the Holocaust in some – that it didn't happen in some country back-ass-fuck-nut school. That's right. right. That was, and uh, that's a uh, Ernst Zundel. Zundel, Zundel, Zundel? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and even that, you know, was – that was – that's not even worth my time. Yeah. I need a bigger adversary. I need somebody to put a – you know, one of those Kingsman weapons to his head. <laughs> God, I love those movies. There's some imagination when it comes to building, making, you know, spy weapons. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, mean, I mean, they're totally over the top, completely over the top. I know, but you know, you know, there's somebody somewhere who can make that. Why are they not? Because twice, twice, man, twice this week, I've seen two people wearing um, uh, turbine jets on their wrists and on their back, and they created their jetpacks. One of them is Adam Savage, right? Adam, Adam Savage, Savage created, created the Iron Man created suit, one yeah. Iron Man suit, but another kid, in, I don't know if he's MIT or if he's just a kid, mm-hmm. he made one too. That works just as good. He can move around the, the, the hangar. He can go up and down. He can land pretty good. I mean, it's all beautifully controlled. Why do we not have that at our Walmart? I'm telling you, if you can make fan turbines that can do that, that are not that heavy at all, mm-hmm. that you can lift a man, goddamn, why are we not having those to go to work? Well, I mean, why are there bike, why are there bike messengers? Why aren't there jet messengers? And if I have to go through a goddamn test and take a medical test like I did for a pilot's license, I will do that. 
I mean, I realize there's got to be restrictions because I don't want every dumbass hibbly numbnut in the sky with me. Mm -hmm. But I deserve to be in the sky above the little people, above you all idiots who can't even give me a thousand likes one day this week. I'm ashamed of you all. I mean, if it wasn't my 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 duty, if I didn't have a sense of honor, I would have stopped blogging a long time ago. But I will be the last man standing. I will be the last all the last human wave I will take on single-handedly. Um, and I will win that Medal of Honor, just like Gunny Highway in Heartbreak Ridge. How's that for bringing it around to another topic, bitch? No. See, that kind that kind of madness deserves to be uh, rewarded, not punished. I feel like I'm being punished. Okay. I feel like Adam Savage should give me a call and say, "Cal, you're the one to test this in Canada." Yeah. So, whoo, I'll be in Newfoundland next Thursday. See ya. <laughs> We don't, we don't have flying cars. cars. Well, there's one. There's one I've seen that, that it can go to a gas station and fill up and fly. Oh, really? But it's, it's got a little car with wings, yeah. Okay, well, then why? How, how come now? How come we all don't have that one? You know why. You know why. The man. It's the man. It's the man. He yeah. keeps us down. Flying cars would be – that would be a little more dangerous because that's almost like a little plane. Mm-hmm. They're basically little planes with four wheels. Yeah. You know, so they – but they can land on a highway, no problem. They can, they take gasoline. I mean, they're – it's just a prop plane. Um. It's like a hobby plane, but it's also a car. Mm-hmm. But the and the wings fold up, you know, so you could drive it normal. Yeah. But uh, no, no, the personal the personal wind turbine uh, pack mm-hmm. is 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 do me. I mean, I heard jetpacks all my freaking life, yeah. and I've I've only seen a couple of numbnuts try it because they tried to do it with gasoline. Some guy figured out air. Like I've seen the ones over the lake; those mm-hmm. are very cool. Yeah, because they use the lake water to give you the propulsion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to be over a lake. But these ones look pretty slick, man. I mean, you can land on a dime and take off. And but I mean, what? No, no. This other guy was wearing like a jumpsuit. Okay, because and he had the, the, the things on his wrists and the back. Yeah, that's right. Just, oh, exactly. I, I and why? Why take extra ten out. minutes, right, to have the machine put it on you for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, lazy bastard. Lazy bastard. That's why you can't – because there will be a lineup at the at the uh, uh, suiting station, whatever we'd call it, right? Yeah. You couldn't wait 10 minutes to have your suit put on you, you know, because it's – oh, you people. That's why we can't have anything nice. No, it, it, all this is is you put you put the things on your wrist. You put the backpack on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you make sure you got your, your Timmy's card, and you're gone, man. Off you go. Off you go. Yeah. Well, well just, just like, like James Bond, Bond in that. Yeah. Yeah. What, why, which, which, uh, to live in, to, no, no, what is it? Um, uh, um, no, you only have twice. Yeah. He, he basically wore a suit. Right, right. He's still but the thing, a suit. Yeah. And why? Like, it was so stupid. The guy actually climbs to a roof to avoid getting shot at by all these guys. It takes him 25 minutes to put on the suit, another 10 minutes to juice it up, and they still don't get to him in time. Yeah. And he flies so slow over them that anybody with one bullet left, right? <laughs> Could have hit the back of that thing and boom, he's done, right? Yeah. But it's like it, that's as far as it got. That was that was cutting edge in the sixties. Yeah, I'm just insulted that that's what I see today, and I I can't have it because I'm sure those things are not that expensive if they can if they can put it together. No, it's, it's up, up and down, and it's not, but it's not really. It's, it's no, kind of forward. No, he did. Like all he did was tip his arm a little bit, and he moved forward. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going 40k no. yet. But I'm saying from here to my 7-Eleven, yeah. sure beats me walking the five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I almost want to pretend I'm crippled so I can get one of them little scooters, mm-hmm. you know, right? So I could race race to the 7-Eleven in my scooter. Yeah. yeah. Not, Not because of that, that must be a lot of air going out. 
going down, down blasting to the ground, right? Yes, and we're wasting air. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, no, but, but I mean, just saying, you know, you, you know, you go down this crowded street, you're going to knock people over when you're, you know, it's like you're flying over there, but everyone else is going to scatter for like 10 you, you sound like I care. I mean, I will try my best to avoid toddlers and other humans, but hey, if that, it's like, it's like Eisenstein, Battleship Potemkin. If that baby carriage is at the top of the staircase and your dead mother tends to jostle it, it might go down the staircase, right? I can't control fate. So you've got right? basically just, you know, Russian Soviet level chaos happening below you. I'm selfish. I mean, maybe after I've used it for a while, I'll become more, more um, people friendly and, and more and more um, worthy. Of having such power in my hands, but up, up at the beginning, I can't promise anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't promise to be fair to anyone. You would just be drunk with power. Exactly. Yeah. It's those hillbillies with their drones too. I mean, come on. That's true. Drones are out of control. Drones can get out of control. Oh, exactly. When yeah. they, when I, you, I mean, you know, you you get a you get a realtor with a with a drone. It's like I'll take pictures of all the houses <laughs> that I'm trying to sell. You know, it's like all the all the pictures are aerial pictures. That's Why? right. To show the neighbors, stand, which you don't want to see. Stand in the driveway and take the picture. Why are you going to use the drone? You spent all the money on it. Got to use it. Right, because you're cutting edge. Yeah. I can see it if the guy had lots of land, right? Mm. And I do appreciate like those kind of um, helicopters. They're like drones that have the night vision, like the cops have. Right. Yeah. Because I've seen that footage on live on on, on PD cam where the cows herded that woman to to the, the road. And that was the goddamn best footage I ever saw. Like, it was nighttime, and they couldn't find her because she was in a huge field, and they got her boyfriend, and they were chasing them, right? And But with the with the night vision, with the heat vision, they could see the cows and her just in the field. Mm-hmm. And, and she was screaming because she didn't know what was chasing her. <laughs> but the cows basically could see them kind of ch- herding her towards the road, right, <laughs> and towards the fence. And the cops said, all we hear is screaming. And the, and the helicopter guy said, just wait. <laughs> She'll show up. She'd much rather be with you guys than what you think is chasing her. But it was just cows, right? And there was about 10 cows. And they always show it at the, that little clip at the beginning of PD Cam. Mm-hmm. So it, it always reminds me and fills my heart with that kind of joy, right? Because, God damn, that's funny. I mean, imagine you thought you made it away. You thought you escaped. But the cows are justice, man. The cows will the cows, bring your the justice. Cows of justice. The cows of justice move that's, slowly. Right. There's even a bad cow, right? There's What's even that? a bat cow now in the comics. Bat cow? Yeah, he's got this kind of marking like a bat symbol on his face. Yeah. And he actually saved Batman at this one thing. Like he saved Batman because he got in the way of these uh, – on a road and these cro- crooks who kidnapped a baby um, mm-hmm. crashed, right? Yeah. But the cow ended up somehow saving the baby. And Bat- – well, Batman caught the baby. That was it. And then Batman's holding this baby and he's got the crooks down and he's looking around and the cow is feeling pretty smug about himself. And then Batman, the baby starts crying and Batman looks at the cow and the cow gives him one of those looks like, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're about to get milked <laughs> by the Dark Knight, you know? <laughs> but now he lives. He lives in, 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 in the bat cave. The, the bat cow. There is a bat cow in the bat cave. Wow. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think Christopher Nolan could make that lie. Oh, no, you couldn't. I mean, how could you? How could you even do an origin like that, right? It would be so unbelievable. Like his mother was named Martha too. Come on, give me a break. But they are bringing that. That uh, there's a comic book thing. Um, one of the greatest things about one of the best animated movies they ever did, and actually one of the best comic book series they ever did, DC, was called the Flashpoint Paradox. Did you ever see it? I, I did it? not see it. No, I haven't read it. Have you heard about it? I've heard of it, yes. Okay, basically Dr. Zoom goes back in time, as usual, right? Mm-hmm. Takes away Flash's powers. Mm-hmm. 
And when he takes away Flash's powers, everything changes, of course, like it yeah. does, right? And so Flash is trapped in a, in a world, in, a, in a, a reality where he doesn't have superpowers. Batman is not um, um, Bruce Wayne. He's Thomas Wayne, his father. Okay. Because when the, when the person got shot, right, it was Bruce that got killed. Oh, okay. So the parents lived, but the child died. Uh-huh. And so Bruce Wayne went uh, – Thomas Wayne went nuts. He carries a gun. He uses it liberally. Um, he's just a son of a bitch. But the coolest thing is his wife, Martha, became the Joker. Oh. That broke her so much that she went crazy in that moment. So she's his Joker, his wife. Wow. And he keeps two bullets by the family picture because mm-hmm. finally when he meets up with her, one for him and one for her. Well, one for her first, of course, and then one for himself, uh-huh. right? He keeps these two special bullets that he's going he's gonna to take her out. And he actually did a great animation about it. And uh, it's really kind of cool because he basically electrocutes Flash a bunch of times to get him his powers back, right? Uh-huh. And then he actually writes a letter to his son that when everything, when the timeline returns, Batman's, uh, Flash is able to give that to Bruce, uh-huh. right? Gives him this letter from his own father uh-huh. from another dimension. And it's very, actually, very touching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you realize that that Martha Wayne is the Joker of that dimension, it just blows your mind because you're thinking, holy fuck. So this was done in animation? This was done in animation. It was in, done in the comic too, and they've done the animated movie now. And in, in somehow in the DC universe, the Thomas Wayne version of Batman is now part of their continuity. Right? Oh, really? He's come from another dimension, yes. Yeah. So that means that and, – and people have hinted that that means also his Joker Martha comes with him. Hmm. Uh, so that's going to be a nice little – Interesting twist on the whole, um, you know, the whole uh, Bat mythos. I think that'd be kind of cool, actually, when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, seeing your own mother become the Joker. <laughs> I mean, how do you punch her in the face, right? Yeah. How do you, even when your father's telling you, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. Like, do you stop him or do you not? Yeah. You know, how do you deal with the fact that you were the one that died and then everything is got topsy turvied on you? You know, but I, you know, I, I don't honestly they don't follow the comics too much anymore. But, you know, they've got like an imprint where where they, I don't know, like all the superheroes are zombies. I don't know. Oh, that well, that one's great. That one's uh, that there was one. It was called Marvel Zombies. Yeah. And and it it took place on this world where the the zombies had kind of it was one of these what if things, right? Yeah. But there there was like Spider Man was half chewed. The Avengers were half chewed. And they basically went around fighting each other, chewing each other. And there were a few humans who were trying to stop it. But basically, they ended up all attacking Galactus and, and munching on him for a while. So it was Zombie Galactus. Um, it was just one guy did one artwork. I forget his name, but it was, it was um, the Secret Wars cover by Mike Zek, but it was all, uh, they were done as zombies. Uh, so they did a one-shot, and it became unbelievably popular. And it was kind of funny. Like, it was kind of neat, interesting. Um, but then it kind, of, it kind of snowballed into almost its own universe, right? Right. And it is kind of it is kind of fun. It's kind of neat to check out because you see the ones that that stayed human. I think that Black Panther was one that stayed human, but there's like half a Spider Man, and he's still, you know, he's like Spider Man. Only they chew on each other. Uh-huh. You know, the Hulk is like that too. They're all like that, <laughs> and they just basically want to eat each other. It's the zombie genre, like taken to the extreme. But it is really good in a way. Like it's not something you really could sustain for more than a, a Saturday Night Live skit. But yeah, well, uh, but it's funny how far they took the concept from that one picture you know yeah but that's that's what that's what makes uh, marvel interesting what do you think about the fact that they're 
re-releasing um, Endgame with extra footage, the big Stanley tribute, and uh, a few other things to show like the future of what's coming up. I know they're doing it just to overtake Avatar. Well, of course they are. Um, they, they, uh, they, they yeah, that's right. Short. So it's, it's like, like we, we want to do over. <laughs> so well, like... well, God, they should have a, they should have at least a year. It shouldn't be like what two months or something before you decide who wins. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously they're like, well, you know, we're falling behind. We didn't quite make it the first time. We just got to do it again. So they, you know, quick, grab some footage from the guy in the floor, right. throw it in there, re-release it. We're going to try again. But it's a different world these days. Like I, one thing that people were saying that uh, the movies, uh, the, those Coach Potatoes, who I hate because they have a show on radio and I don't, yeah. um, were saying yesterday that a lot of people are just got so many more entertainment opportunities that they'll only go to a movie that they really are sure is great to get the theater experience. Mm -hmm. And so many, many, many movies are failing at the box office in the su this summer because people have so many other choices. Yeah. Um, well, and they'll case in point the uh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, Again, and how could you screw that up? The last um, X-Men movie done by Fox. Yeah, and it really seemed it was phoned in. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Mystique dies. It should mean something. Doesn't. Um, uh, you know, Phoenix uh, dies. Should mean something. Doesn't. Mm -hmm. They should have had the Hellfire Club because the aliens they replaced them with are basically the Hellfire Club. Yeah. They all have mutant powers, right? Mm -hmm. They all have these mutant powers that our mutants have to fight. Same thing as the Hellfire Club. The fact that you don't have Wolverine when the whole team is beaten by the Hellfire Club, right? This guy called Leland who can affect the weight of things. Mm -hmm. for, uh, Wolverine lunges at him, and so he uses his power, and Wolverine uh, suddenly weighs like a ton and falls through the floors, right, into the sewers, right? Because right? this guy activates his power out of shock, right? So Wolverine is basically alive in the sewers, right, um, all beat up, and he's he, he, they left him alive. They didn't stop. They didn't make sure he was out of the equation, right? when they defeated the X-Men. And now they've got the Dark Phoenix on their side because she's been man mentally manipulated in the comic book, yeah. right? And that was one of the great moments because you've never seen Wolverine kind of, now it's my turn, my shot, right? Yeah. And he basically cuts through all of them to save the team and mm -hmm. and they end up on the moon, right? Yeah. Fighting against other alien mutants. I mean, they could they took a story that was so well done in the cartoon in the 90s mm -hmm. That it's almost iconic, and in the comic books, it certainly is iconic because you never had a major character like that die before. Yeah. Sure, you no, had your and, uncle Ben. And this is part of the history. So, and, and you know, when the comic book first came out, the original ending actually right. had Jean Grey survive. Right. She survived. She got redemption. She left the X Men. Right. And Jim Shooter, I think it was Jim Shooter at the time. Yes. Basically said no. She's got to. No. She does all this horrible stuff. She's got to pay for it. It's a phoenix. She destroyed a whole galaxy, a, you know, a solar system. And and so he ins he's the one who insisted that she had to die. Now originally the the, the authors, the writers, and the artists weren't going to Claremont and John Byrne. Right. They, they did that. They went. Um, they agreed with him because they had built this story up over over a year, mm -hmm. right? And you got to remember there was one X Men comic at the time, so right. this was a major thing. Mm -hmm. We were dying every month to know. And I came to it after it had all happened. So I, I started collecting after it. Like my comic um, collecting started after it happened, but I was lucky enough that it had happened so recently that I could go back and get all of the ones right up to Giant X-Men number one, right? Yeah. The one that started the new team. And it was such an a integral part of that new team. It's what, it's what really, it re really made the X-Men important again um, because they, they were a reprint book before they changed the team. I mean, they were out. They were gone. Mm 
Um, And the fact that they made it relevant again with a character like that. And remember, in those days, nobody killed off their characters. There was no death of Batman. There was no death of Superman. Jean Grey was the first one, aside from, again, from Bucky and Uncle Uncle Ben, who the two that kind of are so integral into Cap and Spidey's uh, history that you can never bring them back. Yeah. That was the rule, anyway. I mean, this, and this was unusual at the time. I remember so unusual. A, a lot of people were were really freaked out about it. That, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Uh, that, but the they characters. were but they were happy about it because yeah. then it, that left to so many other stories from that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they brought her back again, it was a little weak sauce. But they waited about a decade yeah. before they they reunited the original four or the original five X Men again, which hadn't been together for a very long time because all of them but Cyclops left the team. After that happened, um, but they were able to reunite them in their own title. This is when the, there was more than one X Men title out there, mm-hmm. right? People were hungry for it. Great art. Um, they brought in Apocalypse, was a fantastic villain, and uh, Jean Grey. The, the explanation they came for that she had been, you know, in a cocoon in the ocean all this time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it actually helped with the whole story, and then and then the X Men from there could do anything. They could go nuts and crazy, and continuity be damned, uh, which is a good thing for them. Well, I mean, no, no, they, okay, now that worked in the comics, right? But what, unfortunately, what the Dark Phoenix saga has led to is a couple of very weak adaptations. Uh, yes. I mean, the Brian Singer's first, I mean, the original X Men trilogy ended with basically the Dark Phoenix saga, which down. yeah, which, which had, again. You know, you, you didn't even bring in the Phoenix Force. It wasn't an alien thing, even. It was, no, a, it was just a, a a thing. It was almost a Magneto thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but and that's just it. You had, had and it, you know, but I mean, the the movie went a little too far to kill off Scott well, Summers and, and you don't, Professor, yeah, Professor Xavier. And Professor Xavier, exactly. And then and they both, had to bring him back, which is you know, with the Days of Future Past mm-hmm. storyline. Exactly. I mean, there there are so many good ideas there, but it's almost like. Everybody gets in their own way, and, and they're trying to make Wolverine it. part of the whole thing. Where right, you know, his, well, he had a chance, right? Like that when the comic books, the Dark Phoenix, they got him close enough to take her out. Yeah. He could have put its claws through her head, but he he hesitated because it was Jean. Yeah, exactly. and that's and that and that right there, that's when the Phoenix took over because she begged him to kill her because mm-hmm. she had taken over. She had managed to defeat the Phoenix for a second, so but he couldn't they, do it. The comic books that they 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 they, decided, they didn't do that. They didn't go that way, but the, but the movie did. Right. You know, and because because Hugh Jackman is huge and Wolverine is huge and it's like so right. you know, Wolverine and you know, Jean Grey had to be center stage. But that's Scott not the was out of the picture already, so right. like no love triangle there. Um, but but that's but now, not so the now story. they tried it again with right. the with the uh, the you know the younger crew. Yeah. <laughs> without Wolverine. It just does it just doesn't it work doesn't because work. it just works. seems like nobody cares. Yeah. I mean there's one good line. And that's Fassbender when he says to Xavier, once again, you have a speech, and nobody cares, right? <laughs> nobody cares. And that was my whole thing with the movie. Fassbender, he's doing his best Magneto, but everybody from, from, from the top down are bored to hell. And even, even the Phoenix herself, right? The line reading is bad. You know, your emotions make you weak. No, they make me strong, yeah. right? And I just hate that, no, right? Apparently, history kind of repeated itself because I mean, with the original comic book, it had one ending, and they had to, you know, they insisted that it, it got changed. The Dark Phoenix movie just recently had right. one ending, and they had to reshoot it because it was too similar to Captain Marvel. What was it? What was it then? I, I, I'm not sure, but apparently, like, the, ending what? Was, the ending had. Uh, a lot of similarities to the to the ending of of Captain Marvel and what she comes back from space and goes through Thanos' spaceship I, uh, and no, says, I mean, "Hey, the, Peter Parker." 
no, right? No, in no, that that's, voice that's that makes me... I mean, Captain Marvel comes and says, hey, Peter Parker, in that way that makes me feel uncomfortable. I think it was the, uh, you know, the way she dealt with, the, like, in the, the, Captain Marvel, the way she deals with the crew spaceships. Okay, right, yeah, right. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to fight your war. I'm going to end your war, well, basically. apparently, also, apparently, the original script has scrolls. There are scrolls, though. Yeah, but... but oh! They, like, the original, they, like, originally, they were intended to actually be scrolls, and then once Captain Marvel was ah. well, we can't do that, you know? Right. So they, they, you know, they, see, that would make sense if the Phoenix Force destroyed the Skrull homeworld. Yeah. Right? But, again, you're, again, you're trying to confuse things that don't need to be confused. Mm-hmm. The comic book did it right. Yeah. And, and the fact that the, the, comic, uh, the, the cartoon in the 90s did a really, really good job of, of doing it. I've watched it recently. Mm-hmm. They've, they've kind of edited it down to about an hour, hour and a half movie. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's done really well, you know? Mm-hmm. Using characters that weren't there in the first place, because you know some things just can't be corrected mm-hmm. um, in the theaters, and maybe you should you should leave them well enough alone, right? Yeah. Um, so obviously, obviously this is um, the end of the Fox licensed. Oh, thank Marvel God! So now and the again, X-Men will become part of the MCU. And again, Calvin. About ten years, we're gonna have to go through the Phoenix saga. Maybe again. not though, because I'm cause Calvin's hoping that somebody in his brain will go. Let's go. Let's Vicini said go back to the beginning. Let's go all go back to the beginning and let's do the original X Men. Let's find some actors like we did for Avengers that can grow into the roles, and and let's kind of do the whole MCU as it began. Yeah. And then let's do a little time travel, like a little forward every time, right? Maybe go a decade every movie right but again they're gonna have to tie everything together again so who knows how they're gonna how they're gonna do all that right yeah. well they've, 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 they've been pretty, pretty good so far <laughs> oh no i don't doubt i don't and, doubt and their brains I, or anything I, I know that they're probably gonna be able to do it but um well the fact that they're all they're all now talking to keanu reeve who is the flavor of the of the month and i'm well, so glad he is oh my god they, they bring keanu reeves in every time they start on them and they say well you know is there a role for keanu no i have it i have it and i've said it before the silver surfer the silver, so you think because he, he is stoic, he, he could do the motion capture, yeah. and when he finally turns against Galactus, that mm-hmm. kind of no, right? Yeah. When he turns against his master, yeah. I mean, I that would be the only things he would say, and the looks, the emoting he would do, because mm-hmm. Keanu was all about little little vo- vocabulary, right? Yeah. Like the the only like I remember the the third one, it was like, what do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. The fact that he even allowed that line from the Matrix again, yeah. you know, it, he just he doesn't have a lot. Of, he must have a limit, a hundred lines max, right? I'm gonna say. <laughs> so adjust your script accordingly. Yeah. But I think the surfer he could play in a way like just the look he would give, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. I mean, he he could do that in motion capture and just and just kill it yeah. and not be and not have to be anything other than who he is. Mm-hmm. Right, I, he'd get the Zen of the Surfer very well. I he, think he probably would. I mean, you know, he wouldn't see Keanu because he'd be most. That's right. But and yeah, Doug Jones was great. Sure. I got no problem with Doug Jones. I mean, I, he is the master. I loved, Doug Jones. Doug I loved him too. But the movie let him down. Well, yeah. I mean, that Galactus is not a storm. He is a he is a being. He is yeah. a living thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I think if you, the next phase moves towards that, the next big bad, yeah. then in ten years you could do the the Silver Surfer saga. You could do that whole thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And the ennui of the surfer. I think I think Keanu could just nail that. And I think at the time when he's getting a little older to play, like if you saw John Wick, man, I like I I I feel blessed that I left the John Wick saga uh, alone. 
for, mm-hmm. for about 10, well, how many years? Six years, nine years. Yeah. Um, he's the same guy in all three movies. He never ages. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the action scenes, the fight scenes, the choreography is freaking amazing. It's not Michael Bay where you can't tell which robot's fighting who. <laughs> the cam- it's like the Matrix where the camera stays on these two guys for five minutes. And he's fighting in the third one. He's fighting these two guys I call like the Ninja Twins or the Ninja Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, you, this, the camera never goes off them. There are 10-minute long shots where these guys are fighting each other at the same time. And they may beat Keanu down, but they'll stand up and they'll look at him and they'll go, whoa, take a minute, come on, right? Because <laughs> they respect him. So, and he's the same way, right? Like he has a chance to kill him and he kind of go, boys, I, if I were you, I'd stay down because I would really – it would hurt me personally if, you, if I killed you because it's like you know, I would rather break a stained glass window than, than kill an artist like yourself, like but Diego then, Montoya, then right? That would, that would break, break his honor, so you know, you can't right. say any of that. It would break his honor because these guys were so good at trying to kill him, right? Yeah. Like they really put in the effort. <laughs> you know, I respect the effort, boys, because yeah. some people don't try, and that's why they're dead. You know, you two work together. I boy, you must have sat down and watched films of me. Kind of, it's kind of that thing, right? Yeah. But it goes on for about ten minutes, and I'm telling you, I, I've never seen anything like it. And Keanu, how old is he? He's the same age as, as in Bill and Ted. The guy fucking never ages. Oh, and the fact I don't know the fact that he can still do those fighting and still be the most charming man in the world. If he doesn't win People's Sexiest Man Alive this year, it's not it's not real. Yeah. He should be yeah. Times Man of the Year. You know, I, I, mean, I was not actually too impressed with Keanu Reeves way back when. I wasn't. Uh, it, when, when he started, started he actually was in. Do you remember they did? Uh, Francis Ford Coppola did. I know what you're really going to say. Yes, I know what you're going to say. Yep. And and you know they had such an amazing casting. Gary Oldman. Oh. And Gary oh. Always and, and and Richard Grant and and then there was Keanu. Wasn't he like, weak? Oh, you know, you, you just you know you've got to have that one wheel that just goes you know. Oh. But Bad. I, and I think maybe maybe I should go back and, and take I'm a telling look you, I'm telling you, man, I was the exact same way after Bill and Ted, yeah. which I revered that movie. When that movie that movie came out in theaters around the same time as the movie channel. Mm-hmm. So it was on about six months after it was in theaters. Yeah. And I watched that movie about twenty times. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? Sixty nine, dudes! <gasps> Because when they do their final presentation, right, it's brilliant, right? <laughs> These no, two I, idiots. I love Bill and Ted. I, saw, I, I didn't, didn't see it in the theaters. Theater. Like, when I was at, at UBC, UBC, I was in the film, the, you know, the film club, the film society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they had, you know, I, I got allowed to see all the movies they played in the, uh, <laughs> on campus. And, uh, and I was the guy that chose those movies in university for one year. Yeah. And, and I remember Bill and Ted, I remember it because the first 10 minutes, they, they didn't put the anamorphic lens on, so everyone was really thin. You know, okay, okay, right, tall, right. Skinny before they put the widescreen lens right. on, but... Um, I, I love the movie. I love Bill and Ted. I, I thought that was actually Bill and Ted for me is the uh, I hold that up as an example of one of the best you know depictions of time travel. I agree. You know, you I totally agree. Time travel, right? So you do with Bill and Ted. But remember to leave your dad's keys here. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, things like that. Right. Uh-huh. It is. It is. It is so good, and they are so charming. But I was the same way. And then after Bill and Ted, he did Hamlet at Stratford. Right. And I remember and I remember everybody bashed him for it. Yeah. Right. And, and I and I remember but he got really good. Like cause my, my buddy went to it because he was in, in, in optometry at the University of Waterloo at the time. Mm-hmm. And he went seen it as a goof. Oh, yeah. And, and he said, Cal, I, I have never seen anything like that. I'm telling you, it was like it was like how I speak about Oprah's last show. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'll bash Oprah for a billion things. Um, and even though Bill Maher suggested she was the only person who could run against Trump, and I think he might be right. But anyway, uh, but anyway, 
that's another topic. But I, I just what he said, Cal, I was blown away. I, I have to watch all of Shakespeare now because I, I just can't believe how good he was as Hamlet. Really? And I, and yes, yes, and it was Stratford way back when, oh, and every, and everybody wrote his ass because he was got the part right. Yeah. But he was the real deal. He got phenomenal radio, uh, phenomenal um, mm-hmm. reviews for it. Mm-hmm. And I remember Comfiore was also do, he was doing as you like it at the time. Yeah. Um. And 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 he said I, I went and saw him every night mm-hmm. that I could. Because because uh, we played these matinees and I would go see him because he was so good and when Confiore says something like that I go who well, you gotta, you gotta listen to Confiore <laughs> My, yeah. he he was he was Hargreaves come on yeah. I mean the guy the guy knows a good project yeah. so I, I and Keanu <laughs> since he's come is, out is, 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 is good cop. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he should be bon cop, but he's he's good cop, he's right? Good cop. Even uh, though he's the French one. And now, of course, Keanu. Let's let's, let's stop and remind okay. him. Keanu is Canadian. He is. Yeah. Uh, which is why he did the Stratford thing. Which is you know, and I guess that's you know, he's like he's riding high on Bill Ted. What's he gonna do? You know. Well, he got he got he could do another beach movie for the rest of his life. Exactly. Or, or he could go into Stratford, you know, and and and, and tackle Hamlet, which which I applaud him for. Again, again, and at the time, he got a lot of grief for it. Yeah. Right. But the fact that he took on a role like that, which is is you know, it it's been seen, it's been done by the best. Yeah. So if you screw it up even a little bit, if you get a little teddish on it, mm-hmm. right, they're gonna ride your ass about it. Yeah. But the fact that he didn't, the fact that he found it within himself, and the fact like the Matrix blows me away too all the time. The Matrix is one of my all-time very favorites. And, and that's where Keanu basically got you know. Out of the curse of it. I mean, well, he did Point Break and Speed. You know. Well, yeah, again, and he Speed. Come on, yeah, man. That was action movies, great action movies. Like, just blew everyone away. Like, right, right. Okay. And the fact that, and the fact, and then I hear these stories where, um, you know, he mentioned once where he has more money than he could ever spend in a lifetime. Sure, he collects motorcycles, right? Yeah. He, that's his thing. Um, but he gave a lot of his money to the guys on the Matrix um, who made the effects, the effects company, because at that time there wasn't twenty effects companies. Yeah. There was one local one that kind of did a lot of that stuff and the wire work and the stuntmen. He gave a lot of money to them mm-hmm. because of how they good they made him look. And he didn't make a lot of big bones about it, but I've kind of read the stories and through the grapevine that he does that kind of stuff a lot. Yeah. Right? Like he, he kinda he takes care of the people that make him look good. Mm-hmm. And that's why they keep wanting to work with him. Yeah. Um Lance Reddick, there's a perfect example. I love Lance Reddick. Best voice one of the best voices in all of uh, movies and television. Um, he was on the fr- he was on Fringe. Um, okay. He, he, he yeah. plays the concierge in all the John Wick movies. Right. Good day, Mr. Wick. Right. Yeah. How can yeah. we help you today, Mr. Wick? Right. Yeah. Right. He's so polite and he's, he's got that great voice. Yeah. Um, he on on the Canadian Cave of Cool just to promote it. Um, he does this Toys R Me sketch where he works in a toy store. Mm-hmm. He's the manager of a toy. St- Store, and he's batshit crazy, right? Like he says things like, "I will come to your house and I will will murder your parents if you if you fuck with me in this toy store, basically, right?" Um, and it's and it's so good, like the way he just kind of um, but, like there's one girl who's he goes, "If you're in the bathroom too long, right, I'm gonna come and, and kick the door down, right, on my time." And she comes on, she goes, "I'm on my period," and he goes, "No, you're not, right." <laughs> Right, just by sniffing the air, <laughs> and it's it, it's very good. You got to go to Cave of Cool. You got to see Lance Reddick do this okay. stuff. It's 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 one of these funny or die little movies, right? Okay. And the fact that he's got that sense of humor, I love this guy. And the fact that it it and he speaks so highly of Keanu. Uh-huh. And they do these little things, Keanu with puppies, right? Mm-hmm. They ask him these life questions, right? Yeah. You know, what keeps your feet on the ground? And he'll pause for a minute and go, gravity. 
right? And it's just a Keanu answer. Yeah. And I just want to hug him, right? Because yeah. he's Keanu, just, honestly, is, I mean, I remember a story. I, I can't remember who it was. It was a writer who said that, you know, basically he, old, he was an old high school friend or something of, of Keanu Reeves. And so he, you know, they, they, they organized this, this game of shinning in, in uh, somewhere in Ontario. Right. And, uh, and, and so he brings Keanu and said, so you know, they need a guy. So they, they, they bring Keanu in to play this game. And no one at the time sort of really recognized him. It was like, right. you know, it was early in his career, but it was like, yeah, this is Keanu. And so everyone was like, Kino, hey, Kino. They didn't know who he was. You know, right. They're playing street hockey. And so Keanu's just having a blast playing hockey with this, with this team that needs an extra guy. Right, right. He's one of us. Yeah. And that's why I'd feel that if you were with him, he would treat you like you were one of the people. Mm. Like there's that movie he's in. What's it called? This is us or us or it, it's the one where he's got the girlfriend. Um, she's an Asian girlfriend. I don't know if you've seen it, but or, or maybe I, I forget. It's it's a movie like um, um, Filthy Rich Asians, right? Mm. Oh, is this original but basically, on, on Netflix, right? Yeah, the yeah. It's, with called, it's called Always Be My Maybe. maybe. Always Be My Maybe, and yeah. he's the girl's boyfriend. He's got a freaking freeze, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've seen the ten minute scene where he comes into the restaurant. Uh-huh. Right, and he's shaking hands with people. Your boyfriend's Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah. And his is is her sister just loves him, right? Mm-hmm. And the way she talks to him, I want to hug, hug you. Know, I love your energy. I love your sunshine, right? Just the way he is. Yeah. And I think that's the way he would really be. Mm-hmm. You know, he would be that way in real life. Yeah. Well, you know, you've seen the pictures of him basically riding on the subway, giving you know, giving some, some someone his seat. You know, and I've seen even better when know. when when people get their picture taken with them, like young girls and stuff. Yeah. He doesn't put his hand on them. I've seen his that. hand is away from their back, and yeah. I've seen like twenty versions of that. And I go, wow. That's, yeah. He's almost Jason Momoa in his his you know respect that way. You but know what not, I mean? It's not just you know. It's, it's like, like even other celebrities, celebrities. You know, it's, it's like Dolly Parton. It's like not gonna touch. You know. Yep. Exactly. Respecting I, I'm, your boundaries, respecting your space. You know. He's so woke. Like he's more woke than any of us. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I gotta tell you, one, you know, maybe a movie that didn't get uh, the respect, but Constantine was one of his films. Great movie. I love that movie. Great movie. Not a great I love, No, they didn't. But I love the 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 what's he? Yeah. Oh, who's in that? Rachel Weisz is in that, isn't yeah. she? And she yeah, plays the sister. Rachel Weisz. And, and yes, Shia LaBeouf is in it. But, but it's That's still right. a good movie. It's um, still a good movie. Yeah. But it is very good. The effects are good, and he's good, yeah. and he knows how to fight these villains. And, and it's like and John like, Wick of the after, yeah, of the underworld. It's him and and, and uh, you know uh, Tilda Swinton. Yes. And, and the, the guy, guy who plays the devil, devil I, can't I can't remember the name. The actor. Oh, oh. He's a really oh. good actor. He's just he, it's just that amazing scene where he, you know, basically brings the devil in and and and, and convinces him to to do what he wants him to do. Right. He's smarter. He's yeah. smarter than all of them, which is kind of cool. Right, and he'll take the he'll take the hit for for saving the world from the dark forces. But again, John Wick, I'm telling you, I spent in one week I've wa- I watched all three, and I'm telling you, I've I've I was really impressed. Yeah. It was re- they're really good. The stunt scenes are good. It, again, if you're just a guy and you like to see an unkillable <laughs> force of nature, the Baba Yaga, right, the yeah. Boogeyman. The, the, I mean, you want to see him unleashed. Um, just just brilliant. People keep asking if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. And the way he gets out of the situations he's in is, oh, mm-hmm. and and the the fact that uh, what's his name's in it, um, um, uh, Mobius, uh, Morpheus, um, Lawrence Fishburne, um, is in it, and he's very good. Um, uh, just oh, like I, I I see why, um, he he's getting all the credit uh, for this. And again, Parabellum, people say that uh, the last um. Uh, a Mission Impossible movie was the greatest action movie of all time. I'd put 
Parabellum right up there with it. Yeah. I mean, just fantastic. Even Halle Berry's good. She's got these two attack German Shepherds, which are awesome. You know, don't touch my dogs, right? And she's got the way with her dogs as he does with his dog, yeah. right? I mean, they, they tried to steal his car and they killed his dog and he killed 100 people, right? Uh-huh. Just because he was pissed off. <laughs> I mean, you don't piss off the Boogeyman. No. Right? And they knew it. But still, they thought, no, yeah. I'm smarter than him. And it's funny when you when you realize the table is like the, the top of these assassins. There's actually a group working together that all of these hotels are attached to. Like the they're all called the Continental. Yeah. But if you're an assassin, it's kind of your free space, right? It's a holy ground, right? Yeah. And the matter where he goes, like he goes to Italy and the, the concierge of that their continental in Rome comes, Are you here to kill the Pope? No. <laughs> okay then. Enjoy your stay, Mr. Wick, right? Right? <laughs> Because they gotta ask, right? Because yeah, he's done Wick, yeah. right? It's a, there's always a possibility. That's yeah. who he's there for, right? <laughs> he goes, no. <laughs> well, well, so, so if, if Keanu Reeves, if Keanu Reeves can't actually yes. save the world, the very least he can do is be in the, uh, the MCU. Well, he, uh, they're, so they're think, talking so to him, and the, he's listening. Uh, Silver Surfer. I think so too. People have suggested Shang Chi, the the well, master of kung fu. Yeah, but, but again, Shang Chi's got to be a, Asian, right? Maybe not. Could 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 Fu Manchu have had him with a American woman, a white woman? Maybe that's why he had to be sent to a monastery that he couldn't be in in, in his father's world because he was a half breed. Possibly, ah, although I, I can see that being. Although you know, I, I, I really yeah, I know the trouble. Yeah, that, because you know, you, yeah, I mean, you had enough problems with Dave Carey and Lane. You know, uh, God, and that was seventy two, and he looked more Asian. Seventy two, you know, and I mean nowadays, you know, with the, you know. Sensitivity about that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, but maybe this will be the backlash that people won't even look at and care. I mean, we know, what happened when uh, Johnny Depp played Tonto? You know, people said, "Oh, but that, come on, <laughs> that was an abortion. That was a, that was an abomination." And he, it was Johnny Depp, but you know, yeah. still. Uh, yeah. Oof. So, uh, 50, uh, who? Yeah. Who? I want to see. Fifty-six. Who? Keanu Reeves. No way. Sixty-four. He was born. So he's no, year, but year he's a year younger than you. By God, you and me, if we got in a in half, if, in five seconds of one of those fights, we would be winded. Yeah, well, I know. We would be seated. Uh, we I, would be a fight. Just getting to the, you know, where I have to be. It's like, is the fight happening here? It's like, <laughs> give me a minute. I had to run. <laughs> you know, exactly. I like, mean, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, you know, we're all the same age. You know, I'm I mean, to the point where they spend their weekends doing a lot more stuff than I do. Well, I'm to the point right now that if I ever get in a fight, I better hit somebody fast and yeah. hard once yeah. because after one hit, I'm going to need a nap, yeah. right? I'm going to get my yeah, ass kicked. Or you're going to have to run away. Really well, it's like it's, well, we can't run either. This yeah. is why Calvin does not run, jump, or climb anymore, and I yeah. don't text. But I don't run, jump, or climb because I know I'm at that point where I'm going to trip on the, the sidewalk crack, and I'm going to be incapacitated for six weeks. Yeah. I mean I know it, so, so you, I don't you, go there. You, you've, you've got, got like t- t- Tom Cruise and, and Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves. Running along the walls and town crews jumping out of planes and and, and me, I feel accomplished, but I put a barbecue together. So. Exactly, and you watch and you watch milk boil today, and, and the women in your boil. and the women in your life called you out That's to right. me because they knew that I'd put you down humanely, right? <laughs> if I had to, they called out to my services, my friend, right? So <laughs> I don't know, you know, when I get that call, I mean, I'm sorry, it's like like Wolverine says, yeah. a redhead asked me to take her to the moon. I got to do it, right? Yeah, right yeah. I got to do it, right? Do it. So, That's one yeah, of my best panels. I'm just, I'm living in fear well, of the day. Oh, look at they, 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 they call Scorpion on my ass. Uh, exactly, you're gone. I mean, they do it. I'll, I, man, I'll, I, I won't like taking the shot. I'll feel bad taking a shot, but I'll take the shot for your own goddamn good, right? Because I hope when my time comes, someone will put me out of my misery 
as humanely, right? <laughs> That's what I, all I can hope for. Yes, but it's funny, Tom Cruise, it, when he was doing that last Mission Impossible, uh, he had this uh, helicopter crew, right, that he was working with, like that big helicopter stunt, right, right that he did with Henry Cavill. Um, he's flying with these guys, and 12 hours came up, and they go, okay, we're done for the day. We got, and he goes, what? What do you mean done for the day? Well, we can only work 12 hours, these guys. Like, it's a union thing. Well, get me another team. They can work the next 12 hours, right? And they said, okay. So it, he had two teams, and the guy would work like 20 hours a day uh-huh. on these helicopter things yeah. and all these stunts just to get them right. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things that just blows my mind because the, the com- I got I, I hate Tom Cruise, and I have hated him for a long time because every movie he runs and every movie is Tom Cruise in, in feudal Japan, right? Mm-hmm. But – I respect the hell out of the movies that he makes. Every movie's got this showstopper. Even the Mummy had that showstopper scene in the in the in the car- cargo plane. Right. Um, when that's going down and and the, the the fucking sarcophagus is rolling around and he's trying to stay alive. And mm-hmm. I mean, the guy commits. Again, he didn't do that on a, on a soundstage. I mean, he did that in the air. Yeah. Right. Just like Tom Tom Hanks and those boys did those things in the Vomit Comet when they did Apollo 11, right? That's right. Yeah. Apollo 12, 13. Apollo, I mean, uh, all, all of those weightless scenes, they filmed in 13-second bursts because mm-hmm. you basically get about 13 seconds of weightlessness uh-huh. when this thing's doing its wavy thing, right? Yeah. So they had the, the scenes, on, the sets on the plane and Ron Howard, and they filmed them in, in these short bursts, right? Mm-hmm. So think how many times they had to do that. Yeah. I mean, so – and again, even uh, – um, what's her name? Uh, Sandra Bullock in Gravity. The way that she uh, was uh, basically a puppet uh, to these puppeteers mm-hmm. when she was in space. In gra- you seen Gravity? Yes, yeah. I have. Oh, amazing movie. Yeah. Um, but she basically had to commit to that in, in bursts, right? Mm-hmm. In bursts of seconds yeah. to act in. And I just respect that. And to see Cano fight like that, it's not, it, it's, it's not Power Rangers where they pretend to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's – it's so realistic when he takes somebody out. And the fact that – they're fighting in a museum of weapon weaponry, right? It's like a museum of swords and knives. You can't run out of knives to throw at a guy. And the fact that one guy's got about 30 knives in him and he's still squirming, and every time Keanu fights another guy, he puts another blade into this guy, right? Yeah. Because he keeps throwing – because this guy won't stay down, right? And he keeps throwing blades into him. And it's like, wow. It, and it's happening in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, Keanu, how did he not miss one or two times? And not hit the guy in the padding, right? Like get one in his leg and the guy's like that, right? That's so good. Like yeah. the fact that they're not fighting in like a – oh, they fight in a library. Of course. He kills a guy with a book. A book. <laughs> a book. And then, and then he puts the book back on the shelf because John Wick ain't rude, right? <laughs> he kills a guy with a book and puts it back on the shelf in its proper place. <laughs> man, when you kill a guy and respect Dewey Decimal, man, you got my respect, brother. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so, so I'm sorry. I'm. I, it's too much love of Keanu uh, yeah. these days. But I'm just so happy that that if there's somebody out there at least that makes us feel good and cares about us, slu- us pigs. You know, even like even when I see like a Chris Evans get on those guys who wanted a okay, there's pride parades. We want a straight parade. <laughs> Fuck off. Every day's a straight parade. Yeah. And then three guys show up, right, with their yeah. Confederate banners, right? Well, and they're yeah, all. And it's like, and the whole thing about that is like, you know, substitute handicap parking spot for 
You know, it's like, why is there a handicapped parking spot? Why don't we have an able-bodied parking spot? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are, you sound that much of a douche when you say, I want a straight fire parade. Yeah, why don't we have White History Month? Yeah. Well, because the other 12 months are White History Month. Yeah. Even February is White History Month, right? <laughs> even February. Yeah. yeah, even Black History Month, the, the shortest month of the year, of course, right? That's the one they had to pick for them. You. So anytime Keanu, Keanu wants to come in and save the world, just and for us personally here at Kid Cool, we would love to have Keanu Reeves uh, as a guest on the show. I'm so, telling you, Keanu, we would make you look good. Keanu, if you're listening, you know, uh, just Google Cave Cool. Please, a couple of and, Canadian boys. You know, you, know, you, you can contact Calvin or you can contact me on Facebook. Right. You know, just um, you know, get get in touch. We'll have, we'll be glad to have you on the show. And if Keanu, you tell me to tone it down, buddy, I will tone it down for you. Yeah. I will. I will promise I will not go off my nut if I get the opportunity. I will say to myself, what would Keanu do, right? That's right. Keanu would just shake his hand, smile, and walk away, yeah. right? He wouldn't take a shrimp fork out of his pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to remember, it's like, what would Keanu do, not what John Wick would do? That's right. Right. I hope I don't confuse the two, right? I hope I do not. <laughs> Oh,
This has been a COC production.